Hello and welcome to Legend Guys. My name is Brian Crossguard. We are here the day after summary judgment. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. The day after the rest of your life? What's that saying? The day before <laughs> the rest of your life? <laughs> the day before? Yeah. Uh, We're here. We're here with Josh Olswich. Hey, Josh. Hey, Brian. Good How to you see doing? You. Good, good. It's hotter than hell out here. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Uh... All right, so you know, there's a scale of Bitcoin maximalist, and uh, there's one side of Bitcoin maximalism that is angry about this decision by the SEC because Ripple got away with it, if you will. Talk about and it. There are I others. Say, I don't think they. It's not over, but go ahead. Sorry, I'm not oh. going to interrupt you. And there are others who say the SEC got what was coming for it, was over aggressive, and it's a good thing that we may seek some clarity in crypto markets from this ruling and uh, theoretically future judgments. Josh, where do you stand on this Bitcoin maximalist scale? Because I'm curious. Are you uh, satisfied with the SEC smackdown or uh, does it make you sick to see Ripple win? I mean, I think we can all agree that uh, Gary needs to be checked in some not body checked physically, but you know, his powers, his powers. Need Literally body checked. <laughs> when, I, when I say checked, I always think of hockey. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> no, he needed to be checked. We get that. I think we could also all agree that what Ripple has done over X number of years, a bit much. You know, can we just, can we just admit that? Pull up the, I'll pull it up. The block has a great resource for the amount of Ripple tokens that they've dumped on people. <laughs> over the past whatever years and uh listen as long anyway. as it's programmatic then it's totally cool according here's, to here's the thing that's weird about the ruling right they're like oh these are still securities to the institutional side but to the retail side totally fine like what <laughs> i am fascinated by the result i'll say that i'm coping guys i'm just coping i'm just the maxi who's coping the whole thing is kind of weird i think anybody who reads that ruling has to admit it um do we want ripple to win no but if ripple loses then that's like an extinction level event that is a it is an asteroid hitting the entire crypto market sans bitcoin well it would affect bitcoin too whether bitcoin people want to believe it or not um yeah so huck in the chat gave a pretty good summary sentence here the transactions and i'll i'll enhance the Institutional transactions are the securities. Securities like uh, events, XRP is not. Um, so the definition that they came up with is pretty fascinating to me, that there are some activities that approach securities world, but there are some activities and the token itself are not in, in securities world. Um, so yeah, it's uh, there's some nuance there. One of the better threads that I read, and I apologize, I don't have it top of hand, um, basically said that this makes it as clear as ever that tokens probably deserve their own framework of sorts from a legislative sense, and that th this probably fast-tracks token legislation uh, uh, outcome. And I think that's probably good. I think these old rules before computers existed probably did not understand what a blockchain was 
and uh, and how a token might work, and and this might be okay. Generally, I'm not like super in favor of new regulations because then you got new problems. But I don't know. The old regulations clearly are not working. They're not even really able to give uh, decent guidance. So if you can't give decent guidance with the old stuff, then just being silent but saying, but you should comply is probably not very good. So this forces them to do something else. Yeah, I can agree. It will hopefully lead to clarity. Um, the, the thing with Ripple, though, is anybody using it as a token to do anything? Like People buy it because they want number to go up. Am I wrong? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> Who is using Ripple? Like, Don't make me pull out the... the the uh fundamental i'm just saying the judge the judge ruled and it's it's strange that's all i'm saying look it's great news i'm not going to say it's not great news the people that say it's not great news are are silly ripple the c-suite can still get targeted right for some sort of lawsuit i'm not a lawyer i saw about fifty thousand opinions on uh, the ripple case i'm surprised it took as long as it did to come to light but pretty much every attorney that talked about this had a similar outcome of overall ripple won, the crypto industry won, and the sec lost on the whole i think that's fair to say yeah they, they lost the battle are they going to lose the war i don't know but i welcome regulatory certainty personally yeah no i agree i i don't want to see random coins getting delisted i don't want to see random coins getting relisted right everybody is rushing it's to hard relist. To take, <laughs> it's hard as an american company in crypto to go to market in any capacity any capacity well nobody wants to take you seriously because they're like ah regular you know no one wants to touch it because of the regulatory concerns yeah so yes regulatory clarity is good is this a form of regulatory clarity I guess. I, I don't know. Did they appeal it yet? I don't think that I saw that. The SEC, if if they're... I couldn't tell you. I saw an interesting um, take from a lawyer who said, even if they appeal it all the way up to the Supreme Court, that because the judge deciding this ruling was an Obama appointee, effectively a Democrat, that the uh, Supreme Court is likely to side with the ruling because... You know, partisan politics, and if if they want to take a win from from a democratic persuasion, they're, they're more than welcome, or more than willing to do that. Anyway, just like some inside baseball stuff. Yeah, in, <laughs> some very political motivated type stuff. But uh, Bill, I think that's Bill Hughes, right? Of consensus, I just doxed him. I think he doxed himself, but uh, I don't know. It's it's plausible, right? I, I don't know. Are you I, talking about Huck? Yeah. Are they gonna are they gonna appeal it? It is. I, I think they will appeal it, but we'll see. I don't Bill know. And I, Bill and I had drinks together at the uh coin center event. It was fun. Yeah, Bill's great. Love Bill. Hey Bill, thanks for being here. So yeah, Ripple went wild, Ripple got relisted everywhere. Um Coinbase popped off as well. I think the best chart for Ripple is probably Bitstamp. Okay. Maybe Poloniex. I mean, this was the event that anyone holding XRP was 
waiting for and basically willing to take the coin flip <laughs> on number go up or down. Right. It's a binary binary option, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, um, I got to turn pivots. Dude, you button. need more indicators on there. Listen, man, I'm just flexing my pro account. I was about to, <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> um, what a chart. I, I don't know. Would I want to touch this here? Probably not. Personally, you know, it kind of but... looks like being like back in 2020 where it was. It looks kind of like what BNB looks like now. BNB, like where you have that massive air gap and you just assume it's going to fill it to the downside. I don't know why Poloniex is throwing errors like that constantly. Um, I thought there was an even better chart. Am I wrong? Hill Dobby's asking, do we know where to find decent ripple usage stats? And I don't. I don't. Yeah, they um, <laughs> they've changed their websites a bunch. Like all my old bookmarks are basically broke because I went and looked the other day before the ruling. And um, yeah, they, they, it exists. It's just not. It's different than what it was before. So I don't have a great answer for you in that regard. But look, no one's using this token to do anything. Even RippleNet or whatever they're calling it now, you don't even need XRP. To, to use it, whatever. I'm not going to have this argument. It's dumb. You want, Josh, you want to hear something funny? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> do, you know, do you know Fluffs, the NFT project? Yeah. That I'm uh, well known as um, enjoying. It. The Fluffer, yeah. Yeah. Hey, don't <laughs> say that. That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they have an agreement with uh, Ripple to use XRP as part of the root network. So they're actually using XRP for their metaverse. So how about that? There's uh, your use case. Just cool. saying. <laughs> cool story, bro. Um, Fluffs win again in an unexpected manner again. Um, does this strangely make XRP one of the safest things to hold from a like securities regulation standpoint like is it kind of make it settled law of sorts for xrp the network i don't think it's settled right because they can appeal until it, they lose an appeal then maybe it's settled until we see some legislation i still think there's regulatory risk here it's clearly better than it was before but i don't think it's the safest i think like stuff like link right because link again if here's my problem with ripple okay you got a company pre-mined billions of tokens, whatever it is, uh, and they're just dumping them on people constantly, right? If we want to live in a world where that's fine, whatever. What am I going to do? I can't stop you. Uh, Link was kind of the same. I haven't looked at their numbers recently. CoinGecko does a really good job of highlighting like what the wallets are that are the company wallets. People dumping it? Yeah. So um, Link's just dumping during that entire... Sorry, I'm, on a, I'm on a Mac with a track trackpad and I'm, You're confused. I'm botching it, baby. Um, but Link looks okay. Ugh. They at least have a use case. Again, though, like, do you need the token to use the thing? I don't think so. What do I know? But you don't like any tokens. I'm not here to argue for anything. Okay. The chart looks okay, though. Listen, Josh. Yeah. Stop, stop trying to have to <laughs> explain all the use cases for the tokens. Fair enough. Someone said. It was you. A chart is a chart is a chart is a chart. Just trade the chart. Just trade. be willing. Just be willing to embrace the trade. 
for the sake of the chart. You don't have to believe. And embrace even, embrace the chart and the volatility and 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 enjoy the ride. Right. I don't want to be. There's one thing downer. that's occurred in the last day. It's volatility. Yeah, positive upward. It brought uh, volatility to the entire market. One of the interesting things to me was that there were derivative effects, coins that did well because they got lumped in with XRP by the SEC and uh, saw a very positive response and result. Solana, a, a big example, was up, I don't know, a lot <laughs> in the past two days. Um, every scam, sorry, every alt did really well yesterday, yeah. <laughs> 40, 48% in two days from to the top. It's retraced a lot of that today, but... Um, Bunch of bunch of coins that were were lumped into the we think these are securities context. Um, people went and did took a victory lap on. Wait a minute, is that the Hill Dobby in the chat? It is. That is that guy's a legend on Dune. There Absolutely you love your stuff. Um, sorry, I'm listening. Yes, yeah, Solana. Yeah, a lot of stuff did well. Even Coin Coin did it insane, right? Coin was up like twenty five percent. Yeah, it's actually been outperforming uh, most crypto stuff, like native crypto stuff. Most crypto equities have actually. Yeah, uh, Riot has been doing very well as as well. Um, Coin had a pretty classic inverse head and shoulders pattern that it uh, broke out of. Sure did. Guess who uh, talked about that on Trading View? This guy. I, I bet you did. <laughs> um i found okay so i got we're, we're bouncing all over the place whatever i That's found okay. i found the ripple uh, transactions chart it's on a uh, bitinfocharts.com old school baby we're talking old school got thug life on the ad there yeah i don't know what this is about um missed pepe by thug it's a coin advertisement i <laughs> I don't like seeing that from this, this website. A what meme, are you going to do? A meme coin advertisement running on BitInfo. It's for all time. Literally, all time buy, buy my coin as an advertisement. That's amazing. Thug. <laughs> Guys, and using Snoop's likeness. Don't buy Thug, please. Just pretend it never happened. Anyway, this is the, the Ripple <laughs> transactions chart, right? Um, there's nothing. Sorry, guys. How many is that? It's millions. Millions of transactions. There are millions of us, I say. Millions. Uh, this is all time, right? Whatever. Oh, this is cumulative? No, no, no. It's per, it's per day. Oh. Weekly average. Uh, it bugs me that I can't scroll down to get rid of this nonsense. I don't know how to compare this to anything, though. So, Well, we can look at, you know, you're going to say, oh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is nothing compared to Ripple or ETH. ETH is in the mix there. I just don't know what this tells you because you don't know what, the, what those, what are those transactions, transactions are, right? Exactly. Um, There's uh, not that much real financial activity occurring on the XRP network. That's there we go. He said it. Um, transactions look good. Everything's kind of down and quiet. Things are getting exciting again. That's the Mr. Hanky coin. All right, we're done here. <laughs> um. Things are getting better, right? Think people are waking up a little bit. I think Google Trends are still flat. Engagement across the board is kind of flat. Well, you need you need internal excitement before you get external excitement. So 
price recovering before external excitement comes in is natural, I think. Yeah, ETH hasn't even broken out yet. You know, ETH did no. really well. I mean, it's a, it's at 2,000-ish. Right. ETH did really well yesterday. Still mm -hmm. hasn't really broken out, even on volume, right? It really isn't... Um, well, he hasn't done anything still, you know, I've been watching this thing for a long time as have most people, but it's trying to work back into the long-term range. I mean, technically it's still in it, but it's, it looks a little droopy. I think the pattern looks great on high time frames. There's a inverted and the USD here. pattern does. Yeah. ETH BTC is in a. Yeah. I mean, ETH BTC is, I don't have it on this version. You got good. Lord. I have too much stuff. ETH BTC looks like a bat. Bat wings. Whatever that is, I just can't see. Uh... I don't see bullishness there. It's going to make a higher like, high. Obviously, That's a downtrend, long term downtrend here. You need a break higher. Right. Point higher high there. Now you could argue, point, you could argue falling wedge. Break 0.07, and people are going to get pretty excited. Falling wedge, I like. Here's Okay, I found my ETH BTC chart. Sorry. Um, I like falling wedge. I like a move to 0.05, which is basically like the local low, if you will. But I don't know. I'm not expecting miracles here, right? How how much more ETH needs to be staked for something to happen? Would somebody do something? <laughs> Can somebody please talk to the devs? How much more activity do we need? I think that's the biggest problem. The biggest problem is that everyone's staking it and not using it. And ETH's strength, ETH's use case is to be used and to do stuff with it. Mm. Even through liquid staking, like I don't think that's enough. I think you need like several, several multiples of, of stuff. Like we, you need something to do with it. With ETH you know? price. Several, several multiples of ETH price. It's just nothing's going on. What I do like, though, if you look at Comp, if you look at Curve, if you look at uh, SNX, all those have like a year-long inverted head and shoulders that are sort of emerging here. Dino DeFi, you're talking my bags. I didn't even have to bring them up. It is, it is Dino I'm, DeFi, but I'm, like I'm hot for Dino DeFi right now. I'm not up on the Comp news, but I know they had, I think they had some sort of like real-world asset, something, right? I don't know. Okay, Dino DeFi, good. <laughs> even, uh, even Ave, right? All these like lending and borrowing platforms look to me ready to to move higher. Anything that's sat in a range for a year and is teasing highs looks good. Yeah, if you want to send Ave to two hundred, that'd be great. Ave to two hundred. Yeah. Can you uh, make that chart look better. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> Yeah, this looks fine, right? Because you got you got some sort of diagonal neckline, whatever, right? Love it. Love it. What's the DeFi ETH chart that you usually look at? Uh, there's there used to be a FTX one that was a DeFi. Yeah, I'm not gonna remember. Um, I don't remember. Binance a, has a DeFi one. USDT. Market cap of DeFi versus ETH on CryptoCap. 
There you go. I'll show here. I'll pull this one up. Oh, no. that's not it. I got it. This is a weekly chart. I was expecting something a little bit better. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't move me. For, that's versus ETH for action, right? Well, that but that's the argument. You know, are you going to be? It's a ratio too. They spelled Ethereum wrong. What is what in tarnation is this? I don't know. Like, okay, there you go. There's a good one. This is a perpetual contract, and I don't know what's included in this DeFi. Well, if you're, if you're trading DeFi, you're probably trading against ETH, right? Let's be honest. I don't know. It looks good. It looks good. ETH, you'd think Bitcoin would be moving based on go. potential flows. Bottom. <laughs> the DGEN Spartan 36-month DeFi uh, bear market is I think one month away from the end. That's all you need to know. Front run, front run the end of the DGEN Spartan bear market. Definitely looks like it's breaking parabolic. Uh, it's breaking the parabolic downtrend, right? It does. Yeah, it looks like this was a capitulation event a month ago. So broadly to me, the outperformance of crypto equities is a good sign that eventually when the flows trickle their way in to the crypto side of things, we should continue to do well, uh, assuming that that happens, right? That's why the ETF stuff, if and when it happens, is a is a good thing. What What, what is this? What, what is I have no on? idea what you're looking at. Um, you come back with your charts and you bring eight of them at once. Look, I'm on a Mac. I'm on a different, different thing. I don't know. Every, everything's done a bunch of nothing, right? ETH looks fine. Uh, Bitcoin looks fine. Done a bunch of nothing. Are you not? Are you? Are you what, not entertained? What has ETH done? It Tell went me. Two thousand. Okay, like it was at nineteen hundred, like a couple days ago, right? I'm just saying, like most of this stuff, the high cap stuff, right? I think Bitcoin. All I hear is great. this rally will fail like all the others. <laughs> <laughs> disbelief knocked them look things should continue to do well bitcoin should continue to do well what else is there to say i like continuation across the board on everything i have questions yeah Hold was on. this a let's go a, to this a, a macro shift for crypto was yesterday a macro shift for crypto i think we still need legislation i think we still need further clarity and ultimately, until you see like USDC issuance perking up, I think that's the ultimate like litmus test. You know, I still think it feels to me like the money in the system is just like getting sloshed around between a bunch of stuff, right? I I don't really see a lot of inflows per se inside the system. That's why I think it's worth looking at USDC specifically for that type of thing. The ETFs, on the other hand, like again, the equities, they're seeing inflows, they're seeing tons of activity, but uh, we're not seeing that on like the spot side yet. Yeah. Josh, we have something important to cover. Okay. Dixie, 
That's the other weird thing, right? Turbo wrecked. Historically, you and I have talked these lines right here. <laughs> yeah. Crypto bull markets tend to have aligned with the Dixie falling. Well, we've like dropped all of our correlations and inverse correlations. That to me is another sign, like this disconnection that uh, a lot of the people that were here just are gone, right? This is highly supportive of lows being in, though. If you look at when yeah. these other Dixie tops were, like the lows were in at those times already. And really, by this point in a dollar move, probably probably should see evidence of a little more frothiness, if anything. You'd think. But this 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 collapse in the Dixie is a big deal. Just look at the forget all the crypto comparisons. Just look at these candles. There's not not a lot of examples of those types of candles in this asset. Yeah, you did see a reaction on like the silver gold side of things. You saw a reaction, I think, from oil as well, finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we really haven't seen that on the crypto side of things. Not yet. Definitely seeing it in like the S&P and NVIDIA, which continues the roof. Absolutely insane. What is uh, oil up to 75? Yeah. It's like, it's a decent argument for an inverted head and shoulders on silver there. I mean, that looks pretty good. Although the oil and or the gold and silver markets, man, like what a painful couple of years. If you go well, to September 2020 and all the inflation and like the price of gold is the same. It's just to me, not something you trade. It's something you yeah, buy and hold not, and that's but, it. But like your, your buying power has been limited. Like it's not doing its job yet. It has not broken out and, and done the thing that it should do. I agree. If I, agree. I was a gold guy and I saw all this inflation, I would be massively coping right now. <laughs> I still see it. There's there's a specific account on Twitter who's like a gold and silver bug. And, you know, they're just constantly talking about here comes the move, here comes the move, here comes the move. It's just uh, kind of exhausting. I don't know. You'd think there'd be more of a move, more of a reaction, but here we are. <laughs> I mean, holding gold is a is a is a sad state of affairs for the last uh 10 plus years now it was great it was great they had a 10-year bull market going from 250 dollars to 1900 dollars 10-year bull market and then this is the cool down now in a vacuum this is one of those charts you look at and you're like holy cow this is an amazing chart i have to own this but I'm looking at a monthly chart and it could take years to have the outcome that you want. So you have to be a patient investor if you're going to do this or insane. I just think you have a thesis, you're convicted and that's that. And you just ignore it, you know, but yeah, the chart looks really good. It has looked good for a long time. Just refuses to break up. And then silver, you know, I always hear like arguments about manipulation and whatever. And it's just like, okay, what are you going to do? You know, I don't know. Don't trade it then. Hey, I got something for you. Yeah. The ETH E 
discount made a move from 43 to 37% in one day. That's but another... if you want to go back in time and get $1,300 ETH, it's right here. <laughs> what do you think about that? Yeah, I talked about that on Wednesday too in a YouTube video, shameless self-plug. Before the ruling, I said, look, it's got an inverted head and shoulders. It looks better than spot ETH. It's got a massive discount. I said, it's 10 million years away from an ETF, but because, because crypto equities are doing so well, people are going to start looking around, right? They're going to look for the next trade because the GBTC discount has closed considerably. The moment the, moment the Bitcoin ETF goes through, the, the immediate speculation moves fully into ETH ETF. Well, you'll see that on the discount, right? You should see all those discounts close. There's also Bitwise 10. There's also GDLC, right? There's there's a ton of these. That so still to close that discount, you would basically be taking ETH to or above the 200 week without any ETH move whatsoever. So from 11 to 11.50 to 16. I've actually caught the vast majority of this move off this uh, shoulder, which has been fun. Yeah, that's been a great trade. Coin's been a great trade. Just super clean. Just on the TA alone, right? Not even call it the fundamental stuff going on. ETH will never get approved under Gensler. doesn't matter for closing the gap. I'm telling you, this, this gap will close with a positive ETF news for Bitcoin. I agree, it's 100%. You know what else would help close that? If they say that they're going to allow for staking. Which a Canadian ETF announced that they would be allowing staking in their product. So they have ways they can improve this without actually doing anything. You know, <laughs> just yeah. saying and saying they're going to do something, jawboning, whatever they want to call it. Like Even the GBTC discount is still 25%. Yeah. They both look good. Uh, I don't know about GBTC up here at like 22 chart wise. Um, mm -hmm. That's another one I've, I've been trading. Yeah. I mean, it was Holding. more than a 40% discount. So this ate 15% of the discount. So you, it's like trade, it's like trading Bitcoin on leverage holding this for the last month. You're getting increase in price and in, uh, decrease in discount. You're juice, juicing the trade pretty nicely there. Yeah. And yeah, it has a massive fee, blah, blah, blah. But you're not in it forever, you know? <laughs> like as long as the gap is closing there, you're good. And as good as this is, it's also problematic for the spot side of things because again, where are people throwing their money? They're throwing it at this thing and not spot because it's just a better trade in the near term. It depends term. on how sophisticated they are, what counterparty they think might, what counterparty risk they think might exist there with all the Barry drama. Here's my assumption. TradFi institutional has all the money. Okay. So the people with all the money, it's not us crypto people. We're just, we're small potatoes. Okay. Where's all the real money going to throw on their weight? It's going to be on stuff like this. It's going to be on coin. It's going to be on all the miners. It's going to be on uh, any of the ETFs. It's going to be BitX, which is a 2X Bitcoin ETF. <laughs> That's where they're going to show up. Like they don't want to touch crypto. Are you kidding me?
they don't want to deal with custody and all that nonsense. Um, but yeah, the, the, the GBTC chart up here is a bit high for me. We're in our fourth week of uh, wicking into this range here, which we supported as support um, during the frothy parts of the bull market. Supported as support. Got it. Yeah. Used as support. <laughs> um, what happens if we get through this? What's the move to? I haven't seen anybody call this as a cup and handle yet, but I think it would qualify. Oh, interesting. Yeah, starting here. All roads lead to up. What are you going to say? Or what are you going to do? You know, I don't really like this as a cup and handle because it's not continuing. Every party needs a pooper. That's why we invited you. Okay. <laughs> you knew what I was going to say. Yeah. Now, I think you might be able to make, maybe there's a case for a cup and handle in the local, like from this little green line. There's just no, that yeah, that cup that and handle. Sure. Yeah. There's just no way I can pretend to be bearish on this. Like, if even if I'm looking for things, like, what are you going to do? Call this a bear div? We haven't really made a higher high ish yet, you know? I don't know. I don't like that it's not like a clean trend. We've just been like, it's either up or flat, up or flat, up or flat. That's not ideal, but we're still making loosely higher highs here. I think that's good. B-bands are breaking out a little bit. We were super tight on those. And like we keep saying, all the crypto equities are still moving up. So it's hard to be bearish. I thought you had the B-bands up for a second. It's hard to be bearish when crypto equities are just mega mooning, you know? Yeah, right. The other one. I saw somebody was, some big fund was taking a... Vanguard. Yeah, but I didn't understand that because doesn't Vanguard just do passive? I also didn't understand it, but I also didn't read it. <laughs> okay. So it's one of those headlines where we don't actually understand what it means. It's bullish. <laughs> my my monkey, brain, our bags. monkey brain shut off the moment <laughs> I saw buy and what, 10%? That's enough. What else is there to know? Yeah, the miners are doing phenomenal this year. I'm assuming hash rate and all that stuff is doing very well. Hash rate's mega mooning. All-time highs. I don't know. Should we be more excited? Should we be more pumped? Am I not euphoric enough? I'm pretty pumped. I'm just... Uh, to we're at like six figures, then I'll be more excited. But that's like here, a, it's just like... yeah, It's like a 3x on Bitcoin from it's here. It's inevitability, okay? Any six-figure Bitcoin and I'm on a lake. Inevitability. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, this is pre ETF. I'm optimistic, but, um, you know, we're going to end up with some hiccups along the road, but I do think we had a little bit of a shift yesterday from a conviction standpoint. 33K by July. Josh, you got 16 days to pump it. <laughs> do I get a, an additional month? If I get a, an additional month, then I think it's a slam dunk. Come on. We got uh, this. This is we got this in the bag, folks. I don't know. What worries me is uh, the S and P looks a bit crazy, and if that decides to dump and takes crypto with it, you now conveniently it will just you know 
recouple with with uh, legacy on the way down. That's what I don't want to see. Just craziness. Legacy markets okay. are. I mean, I was I felt out of line for targeting forty three hundred on the SPX and it's almost forty five hundred or and maybe it is forty five hundred. I'm on the spot. Yeah, forty five fourteen. It's threatening my squiggles. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sideways squiggles. No new all time highs for two years was my kind of prediction. It's really threatening that squiggle invalidation. Mm -hmm. I mean, this kind of looks like just consolidate and mark up, but does it stop? We're reaching the we're reaching a point of concern with that. I need to let you go. All right. I've had a family member call me twice in a row, which usually means I need to call back. Sounds good. I think everything's good, though, on, on the coin front. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Take care, guys. Monuments crumble. Just run dry in a house of cards. I feel the breeze wound so tight. I can barely breathe. Oh, the change.